Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I'm Sam Tiger, and I'm joined with my friend and co-host Higgins Success. We're back. I know it's been a long time. I'm sure you missed my voice. Just kidding. But we missed you guys, and we're excited to bring you an episode with some updates on some really important things and there have been a lot of changes. I'm sure everyone's seen it. We're, we're almost to the end of this NFL season and quote unquote, the league year, we're getting there. So we're just going to have a show where we touch on some topics in the agency world and the sports world and just keep y'all posted on everything that's going on. However, as always, before we get started, Higgins, I, I when we got on Zoom, I was like, who are you? But how's it going? How have you been? You did. Um, it's, it's been going well. And I, I've missed you as well. Feel like I haven't seen you or heard from you in weeks. All right. So definitely. I was in Texas. Yeah, you was in Texas enjoying it. And, you know, I, I've, I was home in Florida. I haven't traveled in quite some time now. So I'm yeah. jealous a little, just a little bit. Don't be. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's been going well. Just been, you know, doing a lot of work and He's training. <clears throat> he is training <laughs> for the 2022 combine, but that's that's a little secret. But, so if you're listening, I mean, it's a secret. He's coming out. <laughs> He's declaring. I, I don't know if I'm training for the combine, but I have been training with, you know, I, I got myself a personal trainer now and you know, I've been eating better, right? So I haven't had a four for four in about a month. Oh my god, Jackie, yeah. where are you? <laughs> So I'm eating better now. I haven't had a burger. I haven't had coffee in a month. Right. Well, coffee's so okay as long as you don't put all the cream well, and crap I put in it. A lot of creamer and a lot of sugar. Okay. Coffee. Well, start but to just put a little stevia like in a, there. I have like a brown Kool-Aid when I make my coffee. So Ew. I haven't had coffee in a month. Wow. Been wow. Working We're turning my trainer wow. with my main man JT and Eric. Shout out to them boys. Okay. I yeah. see it. I see it. All right. <laughs> Well, are you going to ask me how I've been or should I just tell you? No, I'm going to ask you. Okay, well, ask me. How you been? (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm doing well. I think I need a vacation and some sleep, but it's okay. We will get there. Um, I've been well. 2021's been busy. (laughs) That's unfortunately why we haven't really been able to, to do a show. I've been on the road quite a bit. Um, just got actually back from Orlando, did a, uh, appearance with Aaron Williams at a Bill's bar, <laughs> sad, <laughs> sad, leaving the bar was sad with the fans, but, you know, shout out to Bill's mafia. You know, I had to talk to you, had a great season, you know, it's just the start of the beginning of what's to come. And, you know, thank you so much for the support this season. I know I have a lot, a lot of Bills listeners. So be happy, you know, come a long way and, you know, only good things to come. How'd you feel about that game? How'd you feel about the games this weekend? I, I enjoyed them. 
I really enjoyed it. not just this weekend, but even wildcard weekend. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. I, it was I, good. There was a lot of good games, like, mm-hmm. you know, some upsets and, you know, some. So I really enjoyed both games. Shout out to the Bucks, man. Tom Brady going yeah. up to Green Bay and yeah. doing what he do. And, you know, been, so Tampa's going to be wild. <laughs> I know they're playing. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, I so- always remember because I lived in Detroit when Detroit hosted the Super Bowl back in the day. And I remember the Lions were like, we're going to be the team that hosts the Super Bowl <laughs> and plays in it. And yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. But shout out. Yeah, that's huge. And living on this side of the state, there's a lot of Bucks fans and they're really excited. So there's a lot of Bills fans too over here in, yeah. in the state of Florida in general. Oh, but d- I definitely. do think... Bill's mafia is cheering for the Bucks. So you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Just from the consensus I got. Bill's mafia is gonna cheer for Brady. Yeah. I'm not gonna Uh, say what I (laughs) what I heard and what I I saw. I mean, they have to cheer for someone, right? Do you cheer for the team that knocked you out? Or do you I think they're cheering for whoever they're betting on? (laughs) Insert ad, but yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. I, I saw a shirt that they made that they're just cheering for whoever. I don't know betting terms, but they're cheering for whoever is going to, that they're putting their money on. And I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you? That's <laughs> true. As all y'all know, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. I personally am not a better, but I know most of y'all enjoy some betting. And I mean, you got to cheer for who you're betting for, right? So betonline.ag is exactly where you want to go. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino. It never closes. So if you're in an area where you can't go to the casino and or you're like me and don't want to be around people too much, just kidding, but betonline.ag. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Once again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of travel, I was on the road. I went to uh, Fort Worth, Texas for the College Britain Showcase, which is one of the all-star games that did have in-person workouts. And it actually had a pro workout aspect of it. So pro free agents um, came in and I had two players there and I had a client that participated in the college uh, portion. I think in the terms of all-star games, And this is, you know, I don't want to go too far ahead, but interviews are so important in this process. We can all think about the workouts. We can talk about on-field testing, the 40, the vert, this, that, but interviews are important. And that's so important to teams. And the fact that they were able to do that socially distance, of course, um, and then scheduling it. So, you know, you don't have a mass influx of people coming in at the same time. Uh, They did a great job of, of that. And that's kind of what I have seen. I w- I'm not in Mobile and I'm not going out to the Senior Bowl, but that's what I've seen what they're doing as well. 
So how do you feel about that? The interview processes and uh, the all-star games, the impact that they have. Well, I mean, I, I, I was, you know, trying to stay on social media and get all the updates with the different, different things that's taking place with CGS. And I have to say again, shout out to those guys for putting on a great show. I didn't see, you know, many complaints about it at all. And actually, uh, you know, it's like during, is it a during the CGS or after where, you know, everyone's looking back like, wow, some, a lot of players that initially turned down their invites were trying to get back in. You know, so I did see that, you know, where players who initially said, no, you know, I'm going to hold out for the combine or I'm going to hold out for a bigger game. Now it's like, there's no other game unless you go into the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they got a pretty good, you know, amount of guys and some great players around. And also just being able to get out in front of the scouts, like you said, you know, it's being able to be seen, being able to, you know, have your measurements and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's big. That's big in the draft process. That's big for players. You know, just the things that we don't think about, you know, shaking someone's hand. Hand. Well, now this guy has a strong handshake. You know, this guy has a firm hand. Yeah, that's a non-COVID thing. But I have to say we were shaking hand. There were some handshaking in Texas. Yeah, I mean, you know, just a handshake. It's harmless, you know. (laughs) I had someone tip their hat. (laughs) I was like, we're trying to be creative here, you know, just whatever it is, you know. Well, not, I mean, it wasn't a scout or anything, but I was out for dinner and someone tipped their hat and I was like, I don't have a hat, but you know, know I've been eating better and I'm dieting. So now I'm living through other people. Did you have some Texas barbecue? No, No? I don't like barbecue. Oh man. I don't like try anything different while you were there. Like food wise. Um, no, not really. No. No, no, I went to, I had cheesecake because that was the thing too, you know, well, yeah, I had Caesar salad at Cheesecake Factory and yes, I did. And then I had, it was one of those things that, you know, being later, uh, things ran later than expected. And I had to make sure that my clients were fed. So places were closing by 10 and it's like, you know, 830. So either Sam, you know, walks five miles down the road to the cheesecake factory or get some whatever it is postmates so we did the postmate thing so we had cheesecake factory um what else did i eat i can't remember i don't know (laughs) no i didn't have anything texas ish but i did i did wear my snakeskin boots and no one stared at me like i was crazy (laughs) the infamous boots the snakeskin boots yeah yeah, I did. But no, they did a great job. And like I said, I think it's important to note that FaceTime, not literally FaceTime, but actual time in front of scouts is so crucial. And if you have the ability and the privilege to do that, it does make a difference. And sometimes it's just the little things, like you said, a handshake, a, you know, looking a scout in the eye and answering a question or just even going up and introducing yourself. Uh, because that shows a lot because that's someone, you know, do we want this person on our team? It's not just who we're going to work with on Sunday. Who are we going to work with on Monday? Tuesday's our off day. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 
you know, who's going to be on the, the airplane with us? Who's going to be on the bus? So I think it's, it's times like that, that it's important as agents and players, if you're listening to understand that those little things mean a lot to them because they've seen your film, you're there for a reason. So now show them that you have what it takes that they want you on their team. Like they want you for your skill set, but also your off the field things too. Anyways, so recruiting, recruiting is over now for the most part. So I'll let you kind of lead into our next little chit chat that I think will probably take us probably 10 or so minutes. So it's a good one though. Well, I mean, like you said, pretty much now recruiting is over, right? Most guys in the 2021 class have signed with their agents. They've started training and participating in different sports. So we're pretty much looking at this draft class, you know, for guys coming out versus the guys that decided to return back to school for another year, right? So, you know, looking at the impact that it may have on a guy if they came out this year versus if they go back for another year, right? So looking overall, the general class, right? Not so much, you know, which pick or top pick or, you know, the rounds. But when you look at the general classes, you know, it seems as if a lot of players that, you know, we were anticipating coming out actually are returning back to school. They're either returning back to their school or they're transferring to another school. So, you know, this year you're going to see a smaller class as far as, you know, guys in the, in the actual draft positions um, compared to next year, I think. You know, what, what do you think? Or how do you feel about that? Well, I'll just rattle off what I went through. I'd say, gosh, if I had to. I, I recruited not as many client or potential clients that I wanted to, because I personally feel, and I know you and I have had this conversation that COVID was, I don't want to say it was something that made me feel uncomfortable continuing to reach out to players. But I think, and we said this in our last podcast, moving forward, I need to lose the whole, okay, I have to think, like, I have to keep the conversation going no matter what pandemic, you know, whatever's happening, I'm still interested. And I was, I just didn't want to be a burden. So for me, I think when I look at it, um, when it came down to actually recruiting, I was probably recruiting a solid, I don't know, eight guys that I had a chance with X, Y, and Z. And I would say out of that, seven of the eight are going back to school. So that's what it was. And, and it was one of those things that there's not much you can do about it. Um, you can advise them on what the teams say. And, and I did get feedback from multiple teams in regards to, you know, where they're at, what they think they should do. And I will say there was some, some things varied. One team would say one thing and the other said the other, but for the most part, there was a general consensus on the same um, overall, I would say suggestion. That's a good word to use. And you tell them and you also advise that you're dealing with something we've never seen before. I mean, this is, this is unprecedented. Like everything has been. So you make the best decision for yourself and I'm here to help you and answer any questions that you need. And 
that's really all you can do. But for me, the players that I had really recruited hard are all still going back to school. And I think it was a trickle down effect as well in the realm of kind of everything training. Um, I had multiple trainers reaching out, you know, well, we talked to so-and-so and and he said, he talked to you. Is he going to stay? Is he going to come out? I said, I don't know. You know, so it was one of those things that I think we all kind of felt it. And once again, when you have things that are so unprecedented, you're going to have that trickle down effect. So next year, it's going to look a lot different. I mean, I know we've seen this. I've saw it on Twitter and at the end of the day, you know, we can, we can advise, we can give our own opinions, projections, uh, suggestions from teams, but the players have to make a decision for themselves um, with their families, with whomever they make decisions with. And that's the best we can do. It will look different next year. I know that it's just numbers, you know, because these guys that are going back are not going to have another year. So they're going to have to come out. So it's going to be crowded. Right. Most, most definitely. You know, so if you if you think about it, like you said, next year, it, you, we're expecting a crowded class, right? So Very that, crowded. It's you know, crowded. So in the cl- it's probably... going to be the it's going to be like the club when the pandemic's over. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever the pandemic's over, I think I mean, I'm, I'm too old for the club, club, so I'm never going to be there yeah, again. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to still stay away for a while. Um, but I mean, like you said, I think this year, you know, and you, you made a good point about training, right? That's another aspect of the business that's been affected and mm-hmm. impacted as well with the decisions of guys going back or coming out. So it's not just agents, right? So mm-hmm. obviously the agent business is very competitive, right? Any year, regardless of COVID or not. But I think this year, that level of competition went up 10 notches. Right. Because guys are a lot of guys are going back. So now you only have a small pot to choose from. So now you see, you know, you you hear and I think I've seen on Twitter where one guy first rounder was getting a million dollar marketing guarantee. So you see these crazy numbers where guys that are probably going to go late in the draft, sixth, seventh round, they're getting signing bonuses. They're getting Mm -hmm. marketing guarantees. Because all these agents just want to say, hey, I signed a guy. I have a guy. It's locked in. And I think for me, and this year in particular, I really only heavily recruited two guys. Right? Because I was so unsure of how the draft process is going to look. Right? I wasn't satisfied with how it turned out last year. And, you know, not having pro days, that was Right. So, uh, so, you know, so for me this year, it was basically, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to go out and try to sign five or 10 guys, not knowing if they're going to be a pro day or combine or things like that. So it was slow recruiting. You know, I was, I wasn't out just, you know, like a normal year at all. So I definitely understand, you know, trainers and, and other people that are affected as well, you know, by the pandemic, you know, as far as the business is concerned. Yeah, it, and you know, it's going to be okay. You know, and that's the thing. I just try to find a positive. And I, I was on a, actually speaking on a radio show before we got on here. And I said, I think one of the craziest things about 2020 was there wasn't a positive at some points. You know, there's no pro day. 
you know, we're going from the 90 to 80 and a lot of these kids on the 90 man roster will never even step foot in the facility and they're already cut. So they didn't even get a chance, but there's always going to be hope. And that's what we have to, you know, but you have to be smart. So I think that's something that's important, but 2022, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. But, you know, you can only advise to the best of your ability. And I think that's what we try to do as agents is to, you know, advise and help. And that's all we can do. We cannot make decisions on behalf of the players. With a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. With big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and, of course, the big game. Visit KansasCityStakes.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. There's plenty of snack pack combos that have big flavor, including mini beef wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, and shrimp wrapped in bacon. I think we might have to get off our diets to order some some stuff to watch the game. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. So go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. So our favorite time of the year is not happening. I'm sad. This that when I received that email, I was really. Were sad. you shocked? I was I, not shocked one bit. I wasn't shocked, but I was sad. So it was. It was. I mean, I, I think honestly, we all expected it to not happen, but I still felt some type of way. If you're wondering what we're talking about, the combine, we will not all gather at the end of February or early March for the combine. Insert sad music. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm kind of sad too. Well, that's what it is. So what's the combine going to look like this year? What are they doing to compensate for no Indianapolis combine? I mean, you know, the league sent out their memo. So we we all got the memo last week. Um, There's some real changes there's some real changes involved you know some things that really caught my attention obviously you know which was uh, what the virtual meetings right they have yeah okay why did that catch your attention well i mean because like like we just talked about how one of the pros of the college gridiron showcase was being able to get in front of the scouts and and Mm -hmm. meet with them and you know just reading body languages and different Mm -hmm. things like that and I feel like virtual meetings is like me well, being a school his... teacher, you yeah. know, like my students this you year. You look at it differently. They're not, they're not getting it the same way that they normally get it in any other year. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like just being virtual and just not being there have a different feel to it. 
right? Mm-hmm. Normally, you know, these scouts and these people, they they ask, they get a client in that meeting room and they ask some tough questions, right? Of course, they ask yeah. very personal questions. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're 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 relying on the reaction of the player, that that raw reaction. They're relying on that to see, okay, how did that question go about? Mm-hmm. Right. But I feel like virtual removes that emotion. You know, it's kind of like you get an opportunity to look at the screen or look around and kind of come up with your own answer and water it down a bit if you if you you know think about it that way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're gonna get a, a lot of great meetings <laughs> because it's a lot easier to meet with someone you know via social media or via you know facebook or twitter or you yeah. know so i feel like it's gonna be it's not gonna be as strong i agree and i think it's important to note that the combine is not just the on-field workouts and the weigh-ins that's just a fraction of the combine the combine involves heavy heavy medical testing as well as interviews as well as psychological testing so that's pretty that's a huge portion of it the players are really only on the field for maybe a day and a half if that from the like three days that they're there so take that as you will but like Higgins said, the interviews are huge. Like they know these guys are invited for a reason. They didn't, you know, yes, they test them in college. Yes, you have your film. Yes, you have this. Yes, you have that. But this is the time to sit down. And it, it, I don't want to say it can make or break you, but there are combine players that never get drafted. They get signed, they get cut, you know, X, Y, and Z. And is it because of on-field testing? <laughs> Not really for the most part, but you know, I think that this will be interesting. You know, I think it's going to benefit a lot of players. Uh, that's really all I can say. And like you said, uh, the response, it's different. So I will say a lot of the players that will be invited to the combine or are invited to the combine because the invites already went out uh, will be at the senior bowl. Not all, but the a lot, quite a few. So they will get that in-person um, interview experience at the Senior Bowl. I know that teams had to um, do it a lot differently this year and buy suites and have like an isolated experience there um, for COVID. So they will get that in person, but it's it's definitely quite a bit different. Um, yeah, I mean and- the entire the entire process, right? So. Oh, another part of the pre-draft process normally is, you know, teams scheduling their top 30 visits. Yes. So now no prospects can be on the facility, like at the facility, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I thought the thing it says, even if they're invited by a current player, that that prospect have to be asked to leave the premises, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you really, everything is virtual. Everything is pretty much, you know, there. But I guess it's fair, you know, if you yeah. look at the You have to keep it fair. Of, it's very fair across the board, you know? So my biggest thing is, you know, the pro days, you know, how those are going to, how the pro how days. Formal, are, yeah. right? How formal, yeah. How formal they're going to be one, right? Um, The smaller schools, right? So the schools mm-hmm. that don't have the first round picks because the University of Alabama. is going to have 32. State, yeah. Clemson, they're going to be okay. They're going to be fine. <laughs> and I, I have a question for you though, right? Because 
I've I'm been scared. seeing a lot of I've been seeing a lot of people talk about you know how the bigger schools should allow prospects from smaller schools to participate in their pro days. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my thing. You know, if if I'm the University of Florida, right? Of course. If, Can we like, be Florida State? No, ill. No, <laughs> no. Never. Can we be UCF? Okay. I, okay. All right. Here we go. Let's let's be a all little right. more neutral. So if here. I'm UCF athletic director or whoever it is that's in charge of the pro day stuff, mm-hmm. right? Do I allow a kid that's playing at I don't know University of Jacksonville or you know playing at some smaller school in in Florida Stetson, Stetson or Florida Tech, whatever, right? So do I allow that prospect to join my pro day? Right, because here's 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 what I know from a bigger school. Here's some of the conversations that I've heard in the past. Right, the small school guys they have a chip on their shoulders, so normally when they go to these bigger school pro days, <laughs> they're going hard. Yeah, right. There, it's their one chance. You know, they don't have, they didn't have, they didn't get to play in front of eighty thousand, or they didn't get to play five yeah. games on yeah. ESPN. So a lot of times, those cats are hungry. Right, not saying the bigger school guys are not hungry, but the small school prospects, they're going out there and they're extra focused. They're, you know, they they're all in. So now it's like, do that, do you allow those guys to come in and possibly steal the shine from your players? Well, I think that's the is, what, what are you acting like? I'm the AD of UCF. Well, I mean, what, yeah, I if you if if you had to make such a call though, what would you do? Like, do you do the right thing and you know have some empathy for them, or do you say, you know what, I got to do right by my athletes, right? These guys at my school play for my school. You know, they we owe it to them to make sure that they enjoy this day, not to let some outsider in. Right? It, it's kind of like you know, it's like. <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's a pre-pandemic question, and I'll answer with a post-pandemic answer. I think pre-pandemic, that was the question, and I had to deal with it. I was I was working on 2020, getting a client into Wake Forest um, that went to Campbell. Um, you know, working on, I had to get multiple scout letters, and then you know the pandemic hit, so it was like, okay, everyone's canceled, but. That's the thing, you know, to get a smaller school player into a larger pro day, you have to get scout letters. You have to get, you have to jump through all these hoops um, because that's the best exposure. I do think that to keep it, I don't know what the NFL would do and I don't know. That's not my job, thankfully. Um, But I do think there might be a more regionalized kind of approach to it where say UCF, you know, I don't know what schools are around UCF, but you know, if there is a smaller school in like, I guess uh, Bethune Cookman might be kind of that's Daytona beach. It's an hour. So outside of UCF, if they take a regionalized approach to the pro days not that they will this is just a hypothetical situation to answer Higgins question why wouldn't you you know you would say okay let's bring in these guys and this is what it is and if it's going to be more formal it's going to be more formal that's what it is this is what the NFL is going to implement they're going to work with the NFL liaison at this school and that's just what it has to be 
Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's just my guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was just. We'll have a, to see. Yeah, we'll have to see on that one. It's a good thing I'm not an athletic director. But I mean, I think that's a <laughs> diplomatic way to look at it, um, especially in times like these, because we know that UCF, UF, we know FSU is going to get the scouts. So if the scouts are limited to the amount of time they're on the road, how are we going to, you know, they do go there. I know, I mean, I know for a fact that there are scouts, they go to small schools to look at one player or to look at X, Y, and Z players. Cause they're, that's what they are. I mean, there, there are players, look, I mean, there are players that get drafted from smaller schools. We're never knocking smaller schools. So we have to make it fair and diplomatic. So how do we do that? In a situation like this, we might regionalize it and, you know, eliminate the agent has to get five letters of recommendation, you know, let them in, you know, it's not going to be 20 guys, it'll be, you know, three, four, five, maybe, and that's what it is. I just wanted to know how you feel about that, you know, like, I mean, I look at it as a diplomatic approach. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll probably you have to disagree? talk offline. We'll probably have to talk offline about that one. He's giving me the <laughs> evil eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll um, have to see. We'll see if I'm well, right. I mean, and okay. if I'm right, if I'm right, the NFL, you know, call me, call me, you know. <laughs> get, get, it, get, on, get on salary. No, 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 I'm good with what I do now, for now. <laughs> but I'm always open to negotiation. We are so excited. Next week, we are back. We're not going to take any more breaks. And I do have to say that was on me. So we can blame Sam, blame Sam, blame Sam. But anyways, we're happy to be back and to be sharing our opinions and our knowledge with you. But next week, we're about to have Rashad Rich, um, former. He's played in Canada. He's been a scout for the CFL. He's played, I believe he's had a stint in the NFL. but great friend of mine, great coach, great speed coach. He's going to be on the show with us giving his honest knowledge. And I'm super excited to have him with us. So that is what you can look forward to next week. Find out, you know, his opinion. I know he actually spoke to both groups at CGS, the uh, pro and the college group. So he has a lot to say and uh, you don't want to miss it. But I'll leave it to you, Higgins. Well, make sure you guys tune in each and every Friday morning on your favorite podcast platform. Also, shout out to my man Damon over at NFL Draft Diamonds. We appreciate it. It's all love, brother. And as always, help me help you. Show me the money. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube.